Hello, welcome to 633 Discipleship Podcast. So what does it mean to follow Jesus? I want to look with you at how this worked out for the earliest disciples, largely from Mark's Gospel. Mark chapter 1, we find Jesus. It says this about him, verse 16. One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come and follow me, and I'll show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. Jesus gave them an invitation to come and follow. An invitation, we might say, to hang with him, just to be with him. And he does that because discipleship is a relationship. It's a relational activity. It may be about obedience, but it's not mainly, I don't think, about obedience. It's relationship that Jesus is looking for first. We have to be followers of Jesus. We still have to stay close to him. That's the call that he puts out to us. Later, that same chapter, Jesus and his companions, it says, went to the town of Capernaum. When the Sabbath day came, he went into the synagogue and began to teach. The people were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike the teachers of religious law. The second thing I see here is that he called people to listen. He called his disciples to listen. He, coming as a teacher, was someone who used words to make the coming of God's kingdom plain to other people. And it was unlike anything they had heard before. It took their breath away. It was amazing. And still today, he has things to say to us. We know that. That's why we read the Bible. Things that will take our breath away if we'll unearth them from some of the religious expectations that perhaps we've developed. So, come and follow, but come and listen. Same chapter, chapter 1, verse 29, we read this. After Jesus left the synagogue with James and John, they went to Simon and Andrew's home. Now Simon's mother-in-law was sick in bed with a high fever. They told Jesus about her right away. So he went to her bedside, took her by the hand, and helped her sit up. Then the fever left her, and she prepared a meal for them. What's going on here? Well, he had these four guys with him. As he was taken to Simon's mother-in-law, effectively he said to them, Come and watch. See, Jesus did things they'd never seen before. He wasn't doing it to mesmerise. He wasn't doing it to draw a crowd. He was happy to do it with his close friends, as he was in front of crowds of people. But he did these things and asked them to watch so he could show what God's kingdom was all about. And his kingdom, clearly, was about wholeness, about healing. And nothing today has changed about God's kingdom. It's still about wholeness for you and me, and supernatural healing is still available. What we find out after this this chapter was that the disciples followed Jesus around, watching and listening. Follow, watch, listen. Miracles, healing, teaching, one on top of another, as they spent time with him. And later, in Mark 6, we read this. 
Verse 6, then Jesus went from village to village teaching the people. And he called his 12 disciples together, and began sending them out two by two, giving them the authority to cast out evil spirits. He told them to take nothing for their journey except a walking stick, no food, no traveler's bag, no money. He allowed them to wear sandals, but not to take a change of clothes. Wherever you go, he said, stay in the same house until you leave town. But if any place refuses to welcome you or listen to you, shake its dust from your feet as you leave to show that you've abandoned those people to their fate. So the disciples went out telling everyone they met to repent of their sins and turn to God. And they cast out many demons and healed many sick people, anointing them with olive oil. So what's happening here? Jesus asks his disciples to copy him, to imitate what he was saying and what he was doing so other people could listen, other people could watch. He takes them on this journey from following to going, from listening to speaking, from watching to doing. They're not isolated on their own, but they have to go together with someone else. Actually, that's a really key part of being disciples of Jesus. That we spend time not just with Jesus, but together, one with another. A little bit later in Mark chapter 8, we come across this story. Verse 15, as they were crossing the lake, Jesus warned them, Watch out! Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. At this they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying, so he said, Why are you arguing about having no bread? Don't you know or understand even yet? Are your hearts too hard to take it in? You've eyes? Can't you see? You have ears? Can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? When I fed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread, how many baskets of leftovers did you pick up afterwards? Twelve, they said. And when I fed the 4,000 with seven loaves, how many large baskets of leftovers did you pick up? Seven, they said. Don't you understand yet? He asked them. Jesus is dealing with a few things here, but what he's really looking for is a developing understanding in his followers. Developing understanding of who he is, as well as why he's come, and a developing understanding of the difference between the world around them, governed by Herod politically, and the Pharisees religiously, and the kingdom of God. The difference between the world around them and the kingdom of God. And he's looking for a developing understanding in them of what they've been called into. And clearly at this stage they haven't got it yet because it's a process of development. But Jesus never loses heart about his followers. There's so much more for them in the following chapters. More for them to listen to, to watch, to copy and to understand. And then of course later following his death and resurrection the pinnacle of what only he could do for them and for us. He wants them to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He wants them to be filled with the Holy Spirit because with that internalized power source, he wants them to go and to do and to be everything that he was. And this is the growth cycle for a disciple. This is what it means to be a disciple, to follow, to listen, to watch, to copy, to understand, to be filled and to go. This is a relational growing into being all that Jesus was as a human being. Following him, listening to him, watching him, copying him, 
understanding who he is and why he's come and being filled with his Holy Spirit so that we can go and be just like him. And you know, we can't short circuit this process. We can't short circuit it by getting a theology degree or going to college or by any other means. And if we aren't prioritizing the relationship with Jesus, we won't be able to follow. And so we won't get all the other stages either built into our lives. So I want us to pray together that we all become increasingly New Testament type disciples of Jesus. People who follow him closely. People who listen to him all the time. People who watch the sorts of things that he does and how he relates to other people. People that start to copy, to imitate Jesus in the way that we live. People who understand who he is, why he's come, what it is he's called us to. And people who are filled with his Holy Spirit and so are able to go and be Jesus to a world that needs him. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for Jesus. We thank you for his life and his death, for his resurrection. Thank you for his example, for his teaching. Thank you for the amazing, wonderful things that he did in miracles and healing and resurrections of people from the dead. Father, would you help us by your Holy Spirit so to follow him, so to listen carefully to him and watch the sorts of things he did and, and the sort of person that he was, that we might imitate him by the power of your Holy Spirit and understand who he is and who we therefore are called to be. Fill us with your Holy Spirit, Father God. Lord Jesus, fill us with your Spirit, that we might go and be just like you, in our world. We ask it in your name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this 633 Discipleship Podcast. Uh, please check back soon to see other content on the website or on Facebook or on Twitter. God bless.